what is going on guys welcome back to the next level experience it's your host michael barfield as you could probably tell i'm still a little up under the weather but that's okay as we have another banger of a episode for you today today we have a good friend of mine kaylin johnson joining us as she is going to talk everything about metabolic health metabolic reversal methods and how your metabolism is actually slowing down your fat loss results and how it could actually speed up your fat loss results so be sure you listen to the entire episode hang around to the end and you can find out how you can follow her follow myself and how you could get a lot of free resources headed into the new year let's get into it the first priority for my clients is getting their metabolism back in check before yeah. moving on to anything else yeah so uh, my, my clients they go through a similar thing uh, we don't really call it reverse dieting we just call it eating more food. <laughs> like we don't, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like we, we don't label it at all. You know, we, we try to get away from the term diet. Um, because like, like within our program, we try to establish the idea that your diet is simply just what you eat. Like for mm-hmm. uh, like your, your diet could be full of nothing but bananas and strawberries, or your diet could be full of, you know, McDonald's, like McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. Like mm-hmm. your, your diet is just basically what you're, what you're eating. So, um, I just believe that there's a lot of negative connotation with the word dieting. So we kind of yes. try to remove that word from our environment and we just like focus on the fact, Hey, we're going to eat more food. We're going to mm-hmm. lose some weight. We're going to look better. We're going to feel stronger. And like, you're going to, going to be mind blown whenever we get you eating 2,500 calories and the scale still dropping, which is the crazy yep. thing. Yeah, I totally agree with the whole word dieting too. Anytime I use it, obviously everyone's got like their assumptions of what the word means, whether you're cutting out carbs or cutting out fats or limiting this, cutting out that. And every time I say, I'm like, now when I say diet, I mean, just like what you eat every day, not like Mm -hmm. Atkins or low carb or weight watch. Like, what do you eat every day? That is what I mean when I say diet. Same, same. (laughs) same man. just I need mean, to find a better way to talk about it i guess <laughs> yeah well i mean it's just the way that you eat it's the way that mm-hmm. you eat food and like i always love it whenever people go yeah i really need to start a diet i'm like what you mean like have you not been eating the last like 20 30 years you've been alive like because <laughs> like, like that's all what a diet is it's like what you're eating so like if you're sitting here saying yeah i really need to go on a diet so you're telling me that you've gone this long without eating? Like how you've have you been air this? breathing this whole time? And right. That's like, it? <laughs> like, like, do you filter feed? Like, how, do, how, does, how does this work? <laughs> Photosynthesis. <laughs> right. Oh, man, that was funny. Um, but so kind of like, if you will, um, kind of let's kind of dig deep into the idea of how metabolism really impacts weight loss, because oftentimes, you, you know, when, whenever we're talking to clients and you could probably attest to this as well, you know, we hear clients go, you know, I just have a slow metabolism. I've always had a slow metabolism. My mother has a slow metabolism. My sister has a slow metabolism and just runs in my family. Like mm-hmm. what, how much does the speed of a metabolism really impact like how much weight you put on or how much weight you take off? So in a deeper level, obviously metabolism is controlled by genetics in some way, but not as much as everyone likes to blame that it does Mm -hmm. and hormones and everything go into play with this as well. I don't even know all the nitty gritty, so I'm not even going to attempt to go into it. Mm -hmm. But when people blame their lack of weight loss or 
increase in weight gain on their slow metabolism because it runs in the family. Like, I just think that's the biggest line of BS ever. That tells me that you haven't one found what works for you or you haven't tried because Mm -hmm. your metabolism is going to go as fast or as slow as you make it. And by that, I mean, if you're not eating, it's not going to go very fast because it doesn't have anything to burn. But if you are eating foods, obviously it's going to work to digest that and use that in your body. So Mm -hmm. you ultimately have the control and how far or how fast your metabolism is going because you're the one putting food in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. So um, I'm sure you've heard of the term metabolic adaptation. Yes. Have you heard of that term? It's basically like the the idea of like where your body adapts to the idea that it's only going to get X amount of food. Right. Because it, it has to work with what it's given. Like the same way we all work with the money that we bring home from our job every week, you Mm -hmm. have to live within your means. So your body is living within its means of the calories that you're giving it. You're giving it 300 calories. Well, it's going to make do with 300 calories. Now it's Mm got to pick and choose what it's going to use those 300 calories for. So if you're trying to lose weight, your body's like, Hey, I'm just trying to keep you alive. Like, Mm -hmm. can we focus on that first? And it's not going to care if you're trying to lose weight, let alone I don't know, like try to gain muscle because mm-hmm. you're not giving it enough to even survive on its own. Right. Yeah. And I love that you bring that up because like one thing I truly believe in as a coach is sometimes your clients, like they, they hear the same voice so many times that they eventually go, okay, like I've heard this a thousand times. This guy's just out of his mind. Then, he, then they hear another coach today and they go, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe. He's, he's on to something. something. He's on to <laughs> something, maybe. And I love that. I love it that you brought up that your body just like your body just wants to be alive. Like that's mm-hmm. legit all your body cares about. It cares about keeping the host alive. It doesn't care about building muscle. It doesn't care about burning body fat. It doesn't care about getting shredded as hell. It cares about the daily function of the host. It wants mm-hmm. to make sure your heart's beating. It wants to make sure your lungs are inflating and deflating. It wants to make sure your brain is functioning. It wants to make sure that your pancreas and your kidneys are filtering what it's supposed to filter her out you know it doesn't care about all of this extra stuff that you want that's not what the body wants that's what you want um so if we're only giving it you know enough fuel to make the heart beat and make the lungs work and make the liver do what it needs to do with our filtration processes like your body's gonna go cool i don't care about all of this extra body fat you want me to get rid of I know you think like, Hey, the less I feed my body, you you know, the more body fat I'm going to get rid of is actually the opposite because I think you're trying to kill me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold on to my body fat, which the body sees as a extra fuel source and it sees it as a protection. Right. Because if it's not getting any of that energy, eventually it's going to have to go into its stores. So whatever Mm -hmm. the bare essentials isn't like required with whatever energy you are giving it Mm -hmm. it's going to resort to its next best option which is what it already stored for you for later yeah so like we did a lesson on uh like uh, what skinny fat is and like how skinny fat happens and like how that Mm -hmm. evolves We, we did a lesson on that like two weeks ago and you know we really dove deep into the idea that whenever like like society they have this idea of like oh 
if I starve myself and if I don't eat a lot of food, you know, then my body is going to tap into my body fat. It's going to find my body fat and just start sucking it in like a black hole. It actually doesn't because we have a abundance of muscle. We have more muscle in the body than we do fatty tissue than we do body fat. So the body's going to go, cool. What do I have a abundance of more? I have more muscle. I could, I could afford to eat away at some of this muscle over here because I got so much more muscle over here. You, you know, I know I got body fat, but you know, like, I, I just want to say that because like, I don't know if I'm going to have any more later. So right. like it starts to eat into the muscle and it won't eat into the fatty tissue like people want. Mm -hmm. So and I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know how you kind of structure your clients nutrition or anything, but a lot of what I've read and heard and seen is if say someone's trying to lose weight their metabolism's in the right spot that it's supposed to be. Like everyone always says like, eat carbs, eat carbs, eat carbs before your workout. Like it'll fuel your workout. Mm -hmm. But what I've seen and what I think works better is eating a higher protein source going into your workout because mm -hmm. then your body's not going straight for the carbs that you just gave it. It's going for all of the stored energy that it had before mm -hmm. your pre-workout meal. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's one thing that I agree with. And like, I've, I'm an old man, I've been in this field for like 10 years, almost. Um, so like, the idea of like eating a lot of carbs before your workout, that's kind of like old school bodybuilding science, as like bodybuilding science kind of evolves a lot more. It's now getting to the point of like, okay, cool, you should have maybe 25, 35 grams of carbs, and then 25, 35 grams of protein before you work out where like before it's like, cool, eat like this big ass rice crispy treat, get like 50 grams of carbs and 20 grams of sugar and like, go get like, like this crazy pump. Get wired. <laughs> right. Like you're going to get this crazy pump, but you're going to feel like crap after you're done. Mm -hmm. So, but like, that's a whole different like story for, you know, a, a different day. Um, one thing that I also want to really touch on is the idea of age impacting metabolism. You know, there's this tale that, hey, the older I get, the more my the more my metabolism slows down. And it makes sense that people think that because the older you get, the slower you get. Like the older you get, the more brittle you you become, the more muscle mass you lose. So mm -hmm. I completely understand where people are coming from with the idea of, hey, my metabolism my metabolism is slowing down because I'm getting older. What do you have to say to people who have that idea or theory? So I would say that the reason the metabolism slows down or gets slower as you age is primarily because our bodies naturally are going to break down muscle faster and easier because we're getting older and that's just what older bodies do. So what we can do as a younger generation or just to help our future selves is to start strength training and building muscle in fueling our bodies properly to maintain that muscle. So down the line, you're working proactively to work against that. So you don't need to worry as much about maybe the older generation that we see now that's very brittle and moving slower. If we can take care of ourselves and fuel our bodies properly now, I think we're going to see less and less of the whole like, oh, I'm getting older. My metabolism is just slowing down kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And and I kind of want to add on to that. You, you said that like one thing you could do 
whenever you're at your younger age to start building muscle and you, you know, that, that helps prevent that. But I also want to add, like, it's never too late to start building muscle. Oh, absolutely. Like, not. It, it's, it's never too late. Like, I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, or 60, like you are never too old to start building muscle. Um, Denise, um, Denise is one, one of our clients and she's killing it. She's been working with us since February. And I sent her like a before and after photo, like before, like, like Denise was small, like, you, you know, she had like a little bit of body fat to lose, but like, she really wanted to focus on building some muscle. And like Denise is in her fifties. She's a grandma. Like she has kids and like mm -hmm. her before and after photo, it's like, she put on like a good solid, like five to six pounds of muscle. And like, it, it's just crazy to see. So like, I want you guys to understand, like if you are in the older demographic and older, I'm meaning like 50 plus, like you, like, it's not too late. It's legit mm -hmm. not too late to start building muscle. And like one thing that's really cool, you know, the deeper I study, you know, physiology and anatomy and the like cell, like cellular health is I've noticed that men actually, once we get into our thirties and forties, that's whenever we are actually our strongest. That's whenever we're actually building the most muscle because testosterone is now at its peak and it's about to drop off because after 40 testosterone usually crashes a little bit. Um, so mm -hmm. testosterone is steadily climbing and it's about to hit, hit its peak around that 30 to 40 age. And then it drops. So it's, it's really cool to think like there are people out there that like, man, I'm old cause I'm 30 or I'm old cause I'm 35 is too late for me. And like, if you're a guy like, dude, like this is the perfect time. Like it's go time, man. <laughs> it's all in their head. It is. It is. It's, it's such a big psychological hurdle for a lot of people. And I, I don't like to use the term excuse um, because I, I feel like people don't make excuses. People just don't open their eyes to reality. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't like using the term excuse, but oftentimes people, they use, hey, my metabolism sucks as a crutch. They like mm -hmm. for real, for real, like they use the excuse or the idea, hey, my metabolic health is, you know, the reason why I'm not losing weight. Um, and like people are still going to have that idea until they start seeing results. And unfortunately, you might have a slow metabolism. It is a thing like we've been talking about for the last little bit. You, you know, that's based off of how much you're eating. That's based mm -hmm. off of what you're feeding your body. That's based off of the macronutrients that are that you're giving your body as well. Um, mm -hmm. So let, let's let's say, you, you know, somebody joins your program and they have a slow ass metabolism. I'm talking about slow as slow can be. All right. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to ensure that their metabolism gets ramped up to where they can eat 2,500 calories and still lose weight? And I think you're reading my mind because I was just about to go into an example like this. So when someone has or comes to a coach or just is in a situation where they're eating like super low calories and by super low, I mean like anything like 15, we'll say 1500 calories or less because most people's basal metabolic rates, like the bare minimum calories, energy you should be eating every day should be like well over 1500 calories. I don't care how short, tall, skinny, fat, petite, mm -hmm. whatever you need to be eating more than that. Um, but if someone comes to me in that situation, my first thing to do, and I'm a very, like, I went to school for computers. So like, I do have a part of me that's like numbers, mm -hmm. but the majority of it is based on biofeedback. So I'll start with calculating out where they should be as far as their nutrition goes. 
I'll have them track for a week as to where they are right now, what their body is used to eating. And I'll take their averages and compare it to where they should be. I'll write out a roadmap, show them the blueprint of where we're at, where we need to go. And week by week, we make small changes. We Mm -hmm. don't say like, all right, you're here. You need to be here. We're going to start here next week. Like we don't do that. We've got to go progressive. It's got to be slow. It's if, if it's a huge change, it's not going to stick. So we have to work it up and make it habits to eat more food, get more protein, have more fruits and veggies, but the whole metabolism thing, it depends on the, the mentality of it too, because in all reality, you could probably jump maybe a hundred calories every week, but a lot of people, especially women have this mindset where, oh, if I eat like that much, like I'm going to gain fat, like mm-hmm. you won't. And if you just trust it, like, yes, there will be in some cases, some weight gain, mm-hmm. but in most cases, your metabolism and your body is so happy to be getting that energy that it's going to go into overdrive. It's just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And that's where we see that weight loss come in. Mm-hmm. When we add more food, it's because your body's finally like, hey, we got some food, let's go. And it just starts ramping up itself. So it's not anything mm-hmm. that you can control per se, but when you start giving your body what it needs, it's like, thank you, Jesus. Like, that's what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool to see the whole eating more food, mindset shift, body shift, body changes, and just mindset changes watching everyone mm-hmm. go through it is always different, but it, it still amazes me every time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we, we, uh, had a good friend of mine on, um, twice last week, actually, uh, her, her name's Jillian. Uh, she's amazing. Like this chick is a badass. Like she's eating 2,800 calories and like, she's like lean as hell. And I'm Love like, it. I'm like, how dude, you're like five, two and you're eating 2,800 calories and like, you're leaner than I am right now. And I'm like, this, <laughs> this is not fair. <laughs> um, but like, she was talking about like, the fact that she can eat that much and sit on the couch and, you know, be able to do that compared to somebody else, you know, who is not active, who does not lift and who has a slow metabolism, they wouldn't be able to eat that much and sit on the couch. So mm-hmm. like, I, I always think about what, what you just brought up the, the mentality that a lot of women have, where it's like, okay, I'm eating this much, I'm going to end up gaining weight. But what happens is like, like, like just question what, what if this happens? What if you get to where Jillian is right now, where she's eating 2,800 calories, she could sit on the couch and not have to work out that day and still see results that very next day. Like, what if like you get to that point and what if the roadmap is actually doing the work in reverse dieting? Like, what Mm -hmm. if, what if to get there, you know, you have to eat a little bit more. What if to get there, you might have to tick calories up 50 to hundred calories per week due to biofeedback, Mm -hmm. you know, what if, and, you know, I totally understand, you know, how, why women struggle with that and how they struggle with it. Cause you know, I've worked with women for a long time. Um, and it could be a scary thing because society has taught women, Hey, like you're not supposed to eat like a man. (laughs) You're not supposed Mm -hmm. to eat a lot of food. You're supposed to order salads and like take small bites and all that jazz. Um, but like at the end of the day, for real, like if you, if you are in a place where you are legit going, I wish I could eat more food and see the results I want. I wish I can eat, you know, this like cookie that's sitting in the office break room and like still like watch the scale drop. 
you, you probably need to do a reverse diet because a your relationship with food is effed up, and secondly, your metabolism your metabolism is probably slow, and that's probably and that's more than likely due to the first point that I just brought up. Your mm-hmm. relationship with food sucks. And the reality of it is, if you're wishing that you could do that, you can. My favorite thing to do, like you said, like women are led to believe like you shouldn't be eating like a man. But quite frankly, what I've learned in my own journey is that's my favorite thing to do is eat like a man because I'm like, hey, I'm five two and I'm going to go eat this huge meal because I can because I've trained and I've I've watched my nutrition and seen how my body responds. Like, I can't tell you how much I enjoy going to buffets and just like eating my heart out because I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's the the kind of freedom that I want all of the people that watch me and wish they can do this, wish they could do that. Like, that's what I want for them. I want them Mm. to have the freedom that they can go and do those things that they could have a donut on a Thursday afternoon because someone brought them in the office and not be Mm. afraid that they're going to gain weight because they had a donut, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's, it's, it's always funny to to hear women talk about metabolism because you, you know me being a man like i always get the like oh you want to understand you're a man you have a faster metabolism that's not necessarily it <laughs> I, I i i am a bigger creature than you are i am a bigger human <laughs> than you are and like the, i need more food <laughs> exactly like the bigger you are the more food you need like that's why like people who are like 350 pounds you can't put them on a thousand calorie diet or they will probably die because that's not what their basal metabolic rate is at. (laughs) So, but that's, that's a whole different lesson for for another day. Um, But, but yeah, so like the, the conversation behind metabolism, you know, it's very sensitive to some because, you know, like we've been talking about throughout this whole lesson, you know, a lot of people think like a metabolism is something that you're either born with or born without. And I can guarantee you there's somebody in this group right now listening to you and they're going, oh yeah, well, you you know, she's, you know, in shape, she's fit. She was probably like blessed with like amazing metabolism. Was there ever a point in your life where like you weren't like in the shape you're in now? and like your your metabolism wasn't like where you can go and eat at a buffet and not even think twice about it so I'm laughing because (laughs) practically my whole life is the answer to that Mm -hmm. I didn't start working out until after I graduated high school I didn't even know that that was a thing now granted I was a cheerleader I did competitions and everything and I also threw javelin but when I tell you I hated exercise because I didn't know anything beyond running and I hated Mm -hmm. running. Like I didn't do anything like growing up. I did like dance and stuff. But other than that, like I was on the couch, like I didn't do anything. And not that it was wrong, not that it was bad, not that I had a terrible childhood, but like my parents didn't know about nutrition. Like my mom was a nurse, but like Mm -hmm. they don't really learn about that stuff to, to relay it into the home. Like I just didn't have that. So Growing up, I was always the big girl on the cheerleading team. I was always the big girl in the dance class. Like I was never small and Mm -hmm. I always felt that I was different than other girls and I should be smaller. So growing up, I had that very, very negative, oh, I should be eating really little. Like I should be small like all the other girls. Like why am I not like all the other little girls? Because like, I don't know, maybe it's just my family. Maybe it's my genetics, you know, like my grandparents, they're. I think every single one of them's overweight. My, Mm -hmm. my parents 
haven't always been the healthiest. I mean, it starts in the home. I was a kid. I didn't see my parents working out. I didn't see them eating healthy. Now, through my life and obviously my journey as helping other people live healthier lifestyles, um, even like my dad and my stepmom, they've kind of jumped on my train, saw what all of this was about, and they've seen how proper diet and exercise can help them. But in a long-winded response to your question, I I didn't even start to enjoy what my body can do for me probably until 2018. I was about 19, 20 years old. Wow. If I'm doing math correctly. Yeah. So, so what about five years ago, something like that, four years ago? Yep. Yep. I was in the Pennsylvania Air National Guard and they required me to be in shape. And I was like, man, my job literally depends on it. I should get a handle. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this paycheck depends on if I could actually, you know, handle the test, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's and I, I'm not a an underachiever, so I had to at least get up there, you know, in the 90s at least. Oh, of course, of course, go big or go home, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so j- just to kind of you know wrap this thing up with a nice little bow on it because I, I know you got a trillion things to do i know what the coaching life is like uh, so i'm not going to hold you much much longer uh we've been talking about metabolism we've been talking talking about the mindset behind metabolism how society and culture has shaped women's minds with metabolism um my last question for you, if there's any women out there and like, guys, this would, you know, count for you as well. Um, I know her answer will count for you as well, but if there are any women out there that they are convinced that they have the slow ass metabolism and they don't see uh end in sight to fixing it. They think that Octavia is the answer. They think keto is the answer. They think, you know, maybe, uh, you know, gastric bypass surgery is the answer but surely what is the answer whenever it comes to fixing a slow slow metabolism the answer bottom line to fixing a slow metabolism is simply putting in the work and if you're not sure what that work is obviously there's millions and trillions and billions of resources out on the internet for free and you can mm-hmm. always take your own time and figure that out what that looks like for you i promise you it is not an extremely low restricting diet but if you're wanting to actually like get some insight from people who have helped people through this like i book free like intro calls so if you want to chat i'm sure Mike does the same thing. Mm -hmm. We just want to help you. And if you want to have a a human to human conversation, look at where you're at and see like what your life could look like. We can kind of help you picture that and see what that would look like for you. But bottom line is you have to be willing to put the work in and do the work. Yeah, for sure. And like, that's, that's one thing that, you know, I take a lot of pride in. That's actually a hashtag that, that I use a lot is do the work. Um, so the two hashtags I use a lot is be legendary. And the other one is do, do the work um, mm-hmm. simply just because I, I believe that everything in this life boils down to if you do the work or not, you want to get paid mm-hmm. at your job, do the work. You want to raise good kids, do the work and be a good parent. Like you want to be a good spouse, do the work and do what you need to do to be a good spouse. You want right. to become healthier, 
do the damn work to get to where you need to be. And, you know, unfortunately we, we live and I blame this thing right here. Uh, we, we live in a world full of instant gratification and, you know, instant delivery. So mm-hmm. it's crazy that, uh, so just a little side story. Um, since we live right on the border of Delaware, um, Delaware has one of the biggest Amazon distribution centers in the country. I ordered something one time at 8 a.m. and I got it at 2 p.m., <laughs> which is insane. I'm like, okay, this is an issue now. Like, I'm getting things way too fast. <laughs> getting things way too fast. Um, but, but yeah, so like just thinking about that, we just have a sense of, of like instant gratification and, and instant result in it and like instant success where it kind of removes that barrier of having to do any work. And Mm -hmm. I really feel like as society, we're kind of losing touch with like actually taking time, doing the work, being patient. And like, guys, I'm telling you, like, I know people who have gotten gastric bypass surgery. I know people who's gotten liposuction. I know people who's done Optavia, who's done keto, who's done everything to do the, like the quick thing to do the Mm -hmm. quick fix every single time they come back miserable every single time and it never fails and like this isn't bashing anybody i promise i love everybody that i you know communicate with or come in contact with on this planet but i've had people say mike you know what you can't help me i'm going to go back and do octavia or keto or i'm going to get this surgery they do that for eight months they see results i say hey dude you look fucking fantastic and then six months later they come back and they go all the weight came back what happened well, I could tell you what happened. We didn't do it, do it the right way. So guys, like really, if you want to do it the right way, or excuse me, if, if you want like to see the results and like have it stick around for a lifetime, do it the right way. Because I, I like, like I promise you, like if you do it the right way and rebuild your metabolism and actually rebuild it to a point, whenever you have a few weeks where you fall off or if you get married and go on a honeymoon or if you take a two week vacation and just like binge eat and binge drink and just live it up and live the live the yolo life guess what you could come back and you won't feel like crap you could come back and you won't gain 10 pounds you could I come- can attest to that yeah. 1000% because got married this year and guess what we honeymooned in Vegas so when i say buffets i mean Vegas buffets <laughs> Oh man. So everything American cuisine, everything. (laughs) (laughs) So like, see you guys, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like if you do it the right way and get your metabolism to the point to where it needs to be, to where strong as hell, you can go and live your life and do all these things and like not have to be perfect to a T and not have to follow a meal plan to a T. And like, you're actually able to live your life now because you've gotten your body to a point to where you're stronger, you're healthier, you are primed for a amazing life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Kaylin, this was awesome. Like, like for real. Like, this provided a, a lot of good insight. Um, I think this is going to help a lot of people. Um, you, you know, once again, like, like I told you before, I, I really do appreciate you taking your time to to hop on here. And uh, you, you, you were actually a lifesaver because, believe it or not, as many like experts that I know within the realm of metabolism, everybody was like booked today, like, like for like this day and time and all that. Like everybody was booked, and I was like, God, I can't find anybody. Then like, <laughs> then like I was talking to Shannon, and Shannon was like. Well, I'm busy that day too, but like, I'll ask Kaylin. I'm like, cool. Then like you do, like you just came and like saved the day. So I, I appreciate you more, th- more than you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. So Kaylin, where can uh, the good people of my Facebook group find you? 
The good people can find me at Kaylin Johnson Fit on Instagram, K-A-Y-L-I-N Johnson Fit on IG. Hey guys, it's me again. Thank you so much for sticking around for the entirety of the episode. If you're looking to follow Kaylin on social media, her Instagram handle is Kaylin Johnson Fitz. My Instagram handle is underscore Coach Barfield. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok by searching that handle. And if you're looking for a lot of good free resources, guides, and even some free coaching, join our free Facebook group, check the description, and there should be a link within the description that will take you straight there. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Next Level Experience, and I can't wait to speak to you guys next time. Have a great day.